We are Abby and Caitlin, and we work at Deland Gibson Insurance, an insurance agency in Wellesley, Massachusetts. As 24-year-olds that have a crazy obsession with pop culture, we decided to create a podcast. We started our podcast to take the latest pop culture and relate it to important insurance topics that we work with in the office every single day. We work with our sales team to assess and lower our clients' total cost of risk. And we're chicks! Nick is the current president and CEO of the Massachusetts Association of Insurance Agents. MAIA hosts the big event where we went to do this interview. Yeah, we'll just kind of brief you on what we did. Okay. So on Thursday, um, we came in in the morning and stood outside the Starbucks downstairs yeah. and interviewed 10 people, okay. general public. Yep. We looked general for public, okay. people our age yep. um, and we asked them three questions. We said, what do you think an insurance agent does? The most popular answer that 40% of people said, just sell insurance. So then, um, this was the good one. The MAI has a young agents committee between what ages do you think you have to be to be considered a young agent? We got 18 to 30, average of 25, someone said 16 to 21. <laughs> and I was like, wait. Yeah, we know the oldest is yeah. 40. And like, then one got, person got, said 40. Yeah, one person said 40, okay. yeah. <laughs> and then the third question was, what are your thoughts on a career in insurance? Yep. And 50% said, not interested, not for me, or they wouldn't consider it. Only 50%? Yeah, oh, so, that's good. Yeah. So <laughs> I was kind of surprised. Like yeah, I know. So that was. I think yeah. a good sign. Yeah. Good. So then before this, like a couple months ago, we assessed dangers and opportunities in the industry from a millennial point of view. So the three main topics of conversation were technology, talent, and teaching. So that's the three fo areas of focus of like what we're going to ask you today. Okay. So we have a couple questions. Okay. With your background marketing, how has that helped you to succeed as a leader in an industry that's trying to move forward with technology? Uh, well, I think you know technology and marketing are really coming together as one. Uh, there's really less and less of a distinction as time goes on. Mm -hmm. um, so, I've had the opportunity to work in marketing organizations in the past where technology has obviously been a really key driver. Mm -hmm. It's uh, website, social media, um, serving customers, you know, self-service type items. You know, all of that is really becoming more and more important from mm -hmm. a technology standpoint. So. Um, clearly, we're trying to find ways in which to help empower our members to embrace technology and to leverage technology to get closer to their customers and leverage those relationships. So it just continues to be an integral part of what's Yeah, and we've found that like we have Instagram handles and stuff for Delane Gibson. We have Risky Chicks, and we've actually found that it's cool. Like people are starting to follow it, and like we focus a lot on the culture, but try and put insurance in there too. So. That, that's a fun aspect yeah, of, of what I do too at, at the link, yeah, so. Yeah, it's great. It's great that you guys are doing. Do you want to Sure. So, based on the interviews that we did, and half said that they were just blatantly not interested in insurance, um, what do we need to do to overcome that stigma? 
Yeah, I think it's a tough one to overcome, quite frankly. Um, I like to call it Ned Ryerson syndrome. So if you ever saw Groundhog Day, the annoying life insurance, he's a life insurance guy, so we can blame okay. life people and not necessarily PNC, but that I think is somewhat of the perception. Uh -huh. um, and it's really not the reality. And so I think we need to do a better job of communicating of why it's an exciting career yeah. and how that it's really you know, a different thing every day and it's not just getting on the phone and cold calling and, and trying to sell people insurance. That's not what mm -hmm. it is. Unfortunately, that's the perception. So right. um, we're trying to do that through some advertising that we're doing right now, actually. Mm -hmm. um, we're trying to get the message out more and more. We need to talk to younger people um, on their terms and on their level about what the career is about. So um, that's, that's you know, what I think we need to do. Absolutely, yeah. So um, kind of bouncing off the life insurance and the PNC, mm -hmm. um, we know that you have a background in the financial and life industry with Mass Mutual, and um, how has that transition been to now mainly focusing on PNC? Yeah, you know, it's it's been it, it's been pretty pretty helpful, quite frankly. Uh -huh. You know, when I was there, uh, we did not have a captive agency system, and in essence, uh, uh, the agents at Mass Mutual were independent agents. Really, they 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 had a contract with the company, but they were independent. They could sell what they wanted to sell. Right. So there's a lot of similarities in terms of how that company engaged with agents in the way that agency companies deal with our members today. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, having some background in that, being able to see how that was successful and how that was, well, has, been, right. yeah, has been helpful to me um, in, in terms of that, that transition. Yeah, awesome. You just do one. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, going off of that, uh, with your other experiences too, how have the community relations and government relations helped you with your role at MAIA now? Yeah, the, the government relations piece is, is really critical, obviously, to what we do at MAIA. Advocacy is a huge part of what we do. It's also, I think, probably the least understood part of what we do in terms of lobbying and advocating for laws and regulations that are either beneficial to independent agents or, at minimum, create a level playing field with direct writers and others. Uh, so when I was at Mass Mutual, I was in, um, I did work in the government relations area, yep. um, and so not necessarily the same issues, mm -hmm. but but similar issues, similar processes in terms of how to engage with the state legislature and be effective that it means in legislation that's that's relevant uh, to us. So um, it, it's been very helpful to me, and, and I was, have a background in state government mm -hmm. for that, so I have brand new skills. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean. All the background has clearly helped you, and you're doing great at MAI. We we just we've had such a great time here, great. and it's so time, it's our yeah. first time. Well, we gotta get you back. But I know. Yeah. Come back. Sure. So. And, and you know, I mean, you talk about engaging, you know, young people in the career. I think engaging them in this event is, is one way to do it. You know, and you know, we love. We're always welcome to feedback as to how it is that we can better serve and engage younger agents at, at this event. Right. younger folks that are in the industry. Um, and we have a Young Agents Committee, obviously, that we hope that you all and others participate mm -hmm. in. Um, but there's certainly additional opportunities that we can look at. So please share your feedback. We'd love to know how we can awesome. make things more engaging for you. Yeah. Of course, we definitely will. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, pretty simple. But thank you, but thank you so much. much. Really appreciate nice appreciate you guys. Nice Thanks, having you. Thanks, Thanks for doing this. Yeah, all right, Chris. Thanks, Nick. Have a good one. a quick sidestep since our last episode and inserted our live interviews as this mini-series. The big event was a great experience and exposure for us. We are excited to grow our podcast and hope you all keep listening. The next episode is going back to where we left off on the new Paid Family Medical Leave Act in Massachusetts.
Remember not to get yourself caught up in risky business.